was a pretty good good morning from y'all. Huh? Impressed, actually. Y'all doing okay? Good. Glad that y'all are here. I'm so glad that you were not intimidated by the sheriff's department standing guard outside of our parking lot uh, and made it in. Um, a reminder that they are there so that we have parking because the Greek Fest is going on. So I'm um, glad y'all made it. But there's several people that are out, but maybe they're, they're making their way in. So glad that you are here. Welcome to 7th Street Christian Church. The air conditioning's working! Yay! Yes. <clears throat> it was not fun last week. That may also be keeping people away. Maybe they're scared that it's still hot in here. Um, a few announcements. Uh, there's a lot going on in the month of June. Everyone should have re received via email their June newsletter, and I hope that you received that and have had a chance to look it over. If you have not received it via email, um, let me know if that's, how, if that's your preferred method of receiving the newsletter. That's great. We also have some copies out in the narthex for you to pick up, and then for those that receive it by mail, it'll be mailed tomorrow. But there's lots going on, and I just want to bring that to your attention to, uh, to stay in the know. Um, we've got a lot of exciting things happening, including summer strolls. That starts today. We, we're listening to you about what y'all have been wanting to do, and you want more community with your own faith community. So we're creating opportunities for y'all to do that. So uh, every other week uh, throughout the summer, we will be, we invite you to bring your lunch, um, even bring your casual, wear your casual clothes, um, and we'll do a picnic in the parlor, so we like meet in the parlor and eat our lunch and then head over to a particular park. Today is Maymont, um, so we're going to meet in the parlor and then head off to Maymont for a little stroll and hope that you guys can join us. Maymont is not a dog-friendly uh, park, but others are, so pay attention. It's all in the newsletter. It's all in the newsletter. So, um, T-shirts are for sale let me give you more context on that. Your 7th Street swag. Um, we have a mission trip in July, uh, and this is another avenue to help raise money uh, for that cause. And so uh, you can order uh, your 7th Street swag, t-shirt, tank top, whatever you'd like, uh, out in the narthex. And if you have any questions, see Miss Jamie Babzak about that. Um, also, we need people to sign up for worship leader or prayers of the people. So that is in the long hallway on the right side on the bulletin board. So if you're interested in signing up to do that, uh, if you are wondering what all that entails, come talk to me. Uh, but we invite you to participate in your own service by signing up. So today is also a wandering through worship day. So if you feel called to join Miss Jamie um, after the passing of the peace, you can go with her into the chapel for your own lesson, and you'll return back. So I think that's all the announcements that we have, but I'll pass it off to Miss Jamie for our gathering song. So I will invite those young and young at heart to come forward and to join me. Ellie, Lila, you both are welcome to come on forward. I'll invite the choir down. For those of you in the pews, this is going to be a familiar song because we have sung it quite a few times during um, our gathering time. It is called Deep and Wide. And as you might remember, this is also one of the songs that has hand motions. They are quite simple. Um, so I'll wait for a couple more friends to come forward and join us. Um, and so will you all repeat after me? Ready? Deep and wide. Deep and wide. There's a fountain flowing deep and wide. And then it repeats itself. It goes deep and wide. And wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Do you think we can do that? Okay, 
I saw the Andersons correcting my motions, so let me make a slight adaptation to the motions that I just showed you. When we do a fountain, we're going to go upwards, fountain flowing, then the, then the water flows this way. Thank you, Andersons. Whatever motion you do is a motion of praise and worship to God. So I invite you to join in standing in body or in spirit and join in song. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. One more time. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Amen. Please stand for our call to worship. Called to be branches in Christ's body. Called to be a mustard bushes offering shade to God's creatures. Called to be growing with God in the midst of this world's painful questions. Please remain standing for our opening hymn. Praise to the Lord, number 25, verses 1, 4, and 5. Remain standing for our confession, as in your bulletin. God, we recognize how you have blessed our lives so that our faith has miraculously and mysteriously grown.
Lord Jesus Christ, we know that when we become disconnected from you, our lives become parched and unfruitful and our faith becomes stunted and dry. So that we remain connected to you at all times and in all places, strengthening our faith to expand and growing strongly and vigorously to bear the fruit of your mercy, your love, your undying life. Join me in our assurance of pardon and forgiveness. Beloved children of God, fear not for our creator, the loving maker of all reality, forgives us and redeems us from violence and oppression. God sows the good news in tiny seeds, inviting us to tend the soil of community and marvel as they grow. In the name of Jesus Christ, who is the Christ, you are forgiven. Amen. At peace with God, let us now offer the peace of Christ to one another. Our scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verses 26 through 34. And I invite you to read along in your pew Bible or to actively listen. Jesus also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would sprout and grow and he does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle because the harvest has come. Jesus also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable 
will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of seeds on earth, yet when it has sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all the shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can nest in its shade. The word of the Lord. Excuse me. I recently heard a joke about some scientists who learned how to create a human being. So they called up God to let God know. And God decides to pay a visit to see what's going on. And the scientists go in their labs with all of their equipment and all of their materials, and they do their mixing and their tweaking and their juggling, and before too much time passes, they come out with a human baby. They thank God for the many years of service and let the creator of all know they can take it from here. And God takes a moment and reaches down and scoops up a handful of dirt and says, no, 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 no. You have to start with this. In one of the creation stories in Genesis, we read, and the Lord God formed humans from the dust of the ground and breathed into their nostrils, the breath of life, and humans became a living soul. For something that is so foundational to our creation, dirt has become a dirty word. We hear phrases such as, that person is dirt poor, or something is dirt cheap. A not-so-nice person may be referred to as a dirt bag. Or we might treat someone like dirt. Or when we get angry at them, ask them to eat dirt. And as children, it is okay to make mud pies, but parents often frowned upon the children eating the mud pies. I recall recently, because this hasn't stopped since I was a child, my mom getting mad at me if I tracked mud into the house. Wipe your feet, she would yell when she would hear me come in. And most of us know, and perhaps even help me finish the phrase, you got mud on your face, your big disgrace. And all of these phrases, the stuff under our feet, the stuff that is part of making us into God's image, has gotten a bad reputation. In the same way, the ground is cursed and in certain places can bring forth thistles and thorns, we also carry into our lives the curse of failures and pain and regret by what we have done and perhaps what we have left undone. We have our own brambles and barbs and nettles, and we've been stung, and in our pain, we sting others. Maybe you have experienced a season of life being a little bit messy. Messy just because, messy because of your own doing, 
Perhaps you are experiencing failures and pitfalls and life isn't going quite right and it feels like the ground is going to swallow you whole. Or perhaps you are in a winter season when the earth is cold and stagnant and unmoving. And it's a bit like you're hibernating and you're watching and you're waiting and you're yearning for the ground to soften. And you feel trapped and immobilized. And you are in a place with few signs of life. You're stuck, unable to move in any direction. And this is where Jesus' words in the Gospel of Mark have something to say to us. Jesus tells two parables, both about seeds and soil and dirt, though each slightly different. One is a parable of the growing seed. One is a parable of the mustard seed. The first one compares the kingdom of God to someone randomly scattering seeds on the ground and, and that when we sleep, somehow they sprout and they grow and we have no idea how. And the earth gradually brings forth new life until the harvest comes. This parable reminds me of that science experiment that was popular when I was growing up, and maybe it still is today, where you plant a seed in the clear cup of dirt, and you pack the seed along the edge with the intention of seeing how it sprouts. And it's all a bit magical. How the seed knows which way to grow, and when it does, how it knows how to follow the sun. This first parable celebrates the haphazardness of it all. That the kingdom of God, God's beloved community, is like seeds being haphazardly scattered on the ground, and somehow, magically, they gradually begin to grow. And first the stalk, and then with some persistence and time, the head, and working through even the stubbornness of the ground, it fully emerges to put forth the harvest. What a refreshing reminder that God's beloved community that's made up the, of the messiness of people the brokenness of those made in the image of God can still bring forth life. Even in the messiness and the harshness of it all, life still emerges. Which leads us to the second famous parable about the mustard seed. Now, I know we all know this parable, but I want to make sure that when you hear this parable, you aren't thinking that this parable is talking about the mustard seed that gets ground up into the yellow condiment that we use for hot dogs and burgers, because that is not the seed that this parable is referring to. So allow me to retell this parable in our 21st century Virginia context. The kingdom of God is like kudzu or Virginia creeper that when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the ground cover and when it grows it is the greatest, most beautiful of all the ground cover possible. And it creates opportunity for the bird and the animals to make its home. 
this parable should resonate with a bit of oxymoronic humor. It would have to Jesus' community. What an image that the kingdom of God, with even such humble origins, can emerge from a weed. And it is capable of growing big, and if we allow ourselves to see it, even beautiful. And it's going to get everywhere, and it's going to provide support for others. A couple of days ago, a friend posted a picture of a young tomato plant and had the bulletin not already been printed, it would have been used as this week's image. And the caption under the picture of this tomato plant read, this is a tomato plant growing through a crack in the pavement in between two cigarette butts next to some stairs in the back lot of a grocery store. Allow me to read that again. This is a tomato plant growing through a crack in the pavement in between two cigarette butts next to some stairs and the back lot of a grocery store. He continues, by far, this is the bravest and strongest tomato plant I have ever seen. And it is a reminder that we can do hard things. So if you find yourself in a place where you know confusion and sadness, messiness, and overwhelming circumstances, if you are in a place of wading through a long winter, our parable says, stay tuned. You might not be able to see it, but the seeds are there nestled in your life in the dirt, waiting to hatch and grow, maybe already cracking open to something new and you just can't see it yet. But the soil is churning. The seed is turning. And we may not understand how the kingdom of God, we may not understand how God's beloved community will come to life in us, or in what ways it will be unleashed. But grace, with all its mystery, reveals the new life that is ready to burst forth. So the next time you reach down and gather soil in your hands, Remember that you are the dirt nestled in God's hands and God is nestled in you. And yes, yes, recreation starts with this. I invite us to respond to God's word by singing our hymn of commitment. Let us stand and sing, Take My Life, found on page 609. We will sing verses 1 through 3 and then jump to verse 6. Let us stand and share our voices.
may be seated. Please be seated. There are a number of prayers that are listed in our bulletin, and I'm sure that there are many that you hold um, on your hearts. I would like to add an explanation to one that was I was given permission to share, which is um, Luke Wills has been added to the list this week. They received word on Wednesday uh, afternoon that he has stage four cancer. We don't have any additional explanation. Um, they have appointments scheduled for this week where they hope to find out exactly what type and um, where to go from here. But both uh, Luke and uh, his wife Billy are, are hopeful um, and appreciate all, all the prayers and thoughts that you can send their way. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. When our life is whirling and twirling with too much to do, with packing and unpacking and getting kids to games and completing final projects, when life is emerging as messy and out of control, our body is no longer cooperating and we receive new diagnoses. When we are underemployed or have no employment. When loss seems to be the theme of the season of our life. When our community is torn by yet another act of deadly gun violence and tornadoes and storms tear apart our homes and community. When fires rage and wars continue, when our actions tear down instead of build up, and policies are created based on fear and power. Let us remember, O oh God, that we are grounded in you. You, creator, are the soil in which to rise out. Yours are the roots that strengthen us and nourish us and connect us. And we are reminded that we are not alone. So give us patience to be okay with just sitting where we are for at least a little while. Remind us that it is okay to just be, and it is okay to feel. Let us give ourselves time to connect with you and to each other, to rest, to confess, to take inventory of what matters most, and to take notes of what kind of seeds are being planted. Give us courage. Let us not be scared. Let us cultivate what we are asked, commanded, called to cultivate. Seeds of compassion. Seeds of love and generosity in community. Seeds of kindness and action and justice and mercy, and humility. And with enough time, 
with enough care and cultivation, with enough audacity and radicalness, with intention, Let us be amazed at what sprouts forth. We pray this in the name of the one who is the seed, Jesus the Christ. Amen. God, you are the creator of the earth and heavens. You are the God of renewal and recreation. God, you are the molder and maker of our hearts. You are the one who gives us courage and strength. God, you are calling us to help however we can. For we are your hands and feet and hearts of this world. May we listen for your voice. May we see the work you are doing. Guide our hearts to love, our bodies to help, and our minds to share our resources through this offering.
God, may these offerings be used to rebuild and restore. May our resources be stretched to cover the needs of so many. May our hearts be broken open to the pain and suffering of others. May our minds be open to your calling to share what we have with others. God, may your wisdom and guidance be with those leading in the aftermath of storms to help all. May your wisdom and guidance be with us to open us to give as we are able of our time and talent. may be used courageously but wisely to bring about your beloved community. Amen. You may be seated. The earth produces of itself first the stalk and then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once, he goes in with his sickle because the harvest has come. This table, where all are welcomed and all gathered, is a manifestation of God's beloved community. The seeds have been scattered. The harvest of bread and wine procured is a manifestation of the kingdom of God as known through Jesus Christ. So know that you are welcome to the feast. You are welcome to the table. Let us join our voices in our communion hymn found on page 395.
As we gather around the table, we remember the story that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he gathered with his disciples in an upper room and took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them and said, this bread is like my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and blessed it and gave it to them and said, the wine in this cup is like the blood in my veins poured out to give you new life. Do this in remembrance of me. Friends, today we gather and celebrate communion through intinction. You will be invited to come forward and you will take a piece of bread and dip it in the cup and partake of both elements together. Please know that no matter who you are or where you are from, you are welcome to this table. Let us pray. O oh Lord, you shape us from the dirt, breathing life into us and calling us good. In all of our messiness, you invite us to your table, and with this bread and this cup, you restore us, renew us, remember us. Take our lives yet again, Holy One, that we might offer life, offer growth, offer your justice and your peace to our world. We pray in the name of Jesus, our hope. Amen. Let us pray. 
Oh God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there are seeds of hatred, let us sow seeds of love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine gardener, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Let us continue in prayer as Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. voices in our closing hymn, the first two verses of Great is Thy Faithfulness. Before I give the benediction, I have two more Greek Fest food vouchers, so if anyone's headed over for a lunch, first come, first serve. Really? You want more? Okay. Oh, all right. Awesome. All right. Then we just get them out of the way. Okay. All right. Receive this benediction. As you go forth to proclaim and live, 
May you spread seeds of faith throughout the land. May you always welcome your sun and rain and the joyful and the sorrowful. May you know by faith that your lives may feed the world that hungers for everlasting justice and beauty and love, which sprout and grow because of God. Go now to love and serve your Lord. Amen.